Hey. Hey. Well, since it was my turn to pick the subject, I picked one that I thought you would, that you like and that you're really good at. And yeah. So let's talk about making lists. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Well, first I have to just say. AKA spreadsheets. (laughs) Right. Well, ironically, I, when I was trying to decide what to talk about, I was pretty sure, well, I know I have lists of podcast ideas, ones on my phone. I know I have a written one somewhere. And I thought I made a folder that said podcast and I just threw everything in it. I cannot find it. (laughs) So the key to making a list is to know where you put it. Exactly. So I don't, otherwise, I don't even know where it is. is. Oh, great. And I've looked several times in the places I thought I might've put it, but I will be looking because my OCD is going to kick in and I'm going to be obsessed with finding it. So I'll keep looking until I can find it. And so I guess my question to you is why do you make lists? I know there's something about putting pen to paper and writing it down that makes me feel like I'm more accountable and I don't know why, but I've always, I've always said if I could organize the crap out of something and it would be done, I'd be awesome. But I don't know. It's also the same reason. Why do I have four different calendars? There's something about writing it down that makes me, I don't know. Maybe that's why I avoid writing it down because then I don't have to deal with it if it's not written down. But sometimes when I make a list, I'll like, we'll put the smallest, stupidest things on it because I can check it off. And then I have to do that. You have to do that because like you said, you feel accomplished on it. I remember when I started doing working in the house and I literally made an entire list on, I mean, I typed it out, put little boxes to check off everything, did it by room, everything I was wanting to accomplish in each room. And I remember it was fun because I could go on there and like, okay, I have like 60 items, but oh my gosh, I've got 10 done. But I did stupid crap like that too. Like literally take out the trash or something really stupid that was easy that I could do and check it off. But they say you're supposed to make a list and then you put the top, the hardest three at the top and do those first, which I don't. I always try to check off the easy ones first, I feel like, because I feel like I got more done if I check off the easy ones first. Well, but I guess, and and I just was listening to a podcast that is actually one of my topics, so I won't reveal the whole thing that we're going to have to talk about, Um, but they were talking about you know, making easy decisions. So having something you can check off a list, I think is good because even if it's something stupid and easy, because it makes you feel like you actually got it done. You went in there and you actually did it. So you, like you said, you feel accomplished, even though it might've been minute and stupid or little or whatever the heck it was. They, they, they were talking about like finding something and figuring out what to do with it. And it was like, if you could just that one little thing, even though it might've been the stupidest little thing, it might have been the toenail clippers or the fingernail clippers. Oh. <laughs> and where okay. do they go? But um, um, it was, it was interesting, but yeah, I don't know. My lists are, I make them for every flipping thing. 
of course, in my business, I have a I have to have a list of what I'm working on. And so therefore, for me, my handy dandy little pieces of paper like this, that nobody else can see except you, are perfect. Because I make my little to-dos all over the place. Well, one thing I heard, I'm sure it was a podcast or something, and they said that you shouldn't make a to-do list, you should make a to-done list. Okay, what the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, I guess it means that you're you're claiming it's already done by putting it on the list, even though you haven't actually done it. I know that sounds weird, but I just finished reading a book called Let It Be Easy by Susie Moore. And that's kind of where I picked the subject out of. And she says to call your to-do list your get-to-do list. And so when you put things on there, you should make it that you get to do it, not like you have, have to, do, to it. do it right so it has a better so you have a better attitude she has um I get to go to the OBGYN no. because I have <laughs> access to healthcare. that was the reasoning behind that one but and I get that I get that so it, I mean it it makes sense but it doesn't make sense to say that you, the first way you said it the done the done list because the done list is that'd be like I did all of this and I'd be celebrating that I finished it all which is an amazing thing to do but I'm done with it why do I want to make a flipping list of it now that I'm finished with it true, true. I don't know my head doesn't work that way I guess that well doesn't process accordingly to me back to the the subject of the putting your important things at the top so my important things are usually bigger things and Here's where I struggle. I, um, I'm also trying to not say so a lot because you said we say so a lot. <laughs> so, I said that. Yes, you told me that. Oh crap! Sorry. Yeah. Um, and don't tell me not to say sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, is that say it's. I'm going to clean out my kit, clean out my kitchen or okay. say, organize my kitchen. Okay. Well, that to me seems huge. And then I get overwhelmed and I'm not even going to know where to start. So I not only have to make the list to clean out or organize my kitchen, I have to break it down into small pieces. And I'm talking very small, like it could be, um, silver or drawer. That's one. <laughs> and I have to break it down into or go through the cups, get rid of what you don't want. And and sometimes I have to break it down so small, it's almost ridiculous, but it helps me because I just get overwhelmed if I don't. Sometimes I do that like if it's a room, if I just say, I want to get this room cleaned out, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to concentrate on the two foot by two foot space as I walk in the door, <laughs> and then that, once that's cleared out, then I can move on to the next little area. And now, a word from our sponsors. Oh yeah, we don't have any. Okay, so I just had this epiphany 
because I remember back when I was doing the clean out, I still am, Lord knows I am not done with that. But anyway, when I started that, I put, like I said, all, everything on that list, like, you know, movies and DVDs or whatever, you know, because I had a lot of those that I needed to go through, or it might've been blankets or it might've been whatever it was. I had every single flipping thing in those rooms listed to go through. And I just got to thinking about it. Maybe because I listed it and I looked at it, it helped me make those decisions before I actually went in there and did it. I mean, like if I was thinking, okay, one of the things that I got to go through all the DVDs, okay, do I really need to keep all those DVDs or do I need to just give them away or what do I, you know, maybe that was the, maybe the list is giving me a place to look to think harder about what I need to do when I get to that point so that I can make a decision quicker. Ha! There you right. Go. Well, rather than the whole picture. Yeah, because the big picture is horrible. Yeah. When I, I I'm not still not done cleaning out my kitchen. I think I still have three cabinets left. How long have I been doing that? But literally, it was take 15 minutes and go do a cabinet. But I don't know. I th I think it gives it gives me focus. Definitely. I think it gives me focus. It it. Because then I can at least look at something and know, okay, these are the things I'm going to attack and I'm going to do. But yeah. The so you do a huge list plus a daily list or do you do <clears throat> mostly just daily? Because I say you're supposed to do it the night before. You're supposed to write your list the night before for the next day. But see, you're indifferent than I am because you aren't working outside of the home during the day. Right. So I get up and I come to work and I have a, a list on my computer of everything that I have to work on here. And that's just as they come up. But my my lists for home are more when I'm like going to have a long weekend and I'm going to work on a project. And I make a big, except when I was deciding to clean out several rooms and I literally went room by room and made a list. Right. Little boxes I could check off the box. <laughs> well, and done. sometimes when I, even when I break it down into smaller things, that smaller thing can be really big to me too. So it helps if I like set a timer. Oh yeah. Like we did that for that week or whatever, set a 30 minute timer and I'm going to do for 30 oh, minutes, I'm going to put stuff away or I'm going to fold laundry. I, defi I definitely think our challenges, you know, back when we did our challenges after we leave every weekend, you know, we were going to go home and work for whatever it was, 15 minutes or 30 minutes every night doing something. You just set a timer and go work on it. Definitely helped me. But I tell you what helped me the most was when we would talk to each other on the phone and I'd be sitting in my chair and I wasn't doing anything. Right. <laughs> I feel guilty. So I would get up and do it while we talked on the phone. And I got a lot of stuff done doing that that way. Right. Because it made me think about it. And I felt guilty. Think about the you fact were... you weren't doing anything. Yep. So then yeah. I get up and do it while I talked on the phone. Right. Right. And it made the I time go, go quicker, I guess, because I wasn't thinking about what I was doing. I just did it. Right. Well, and I know there at one time, mom and I did this thing where we um, did a room a month. We decided we we're going to do a room a month. Well, that's again one room can be pretty overwhelming. So you have 30 days, I guess, pretty much to take care of that room. But I'm famous for waiting until day 29 and then cramming it all in on day 30. Oh, yeah. Even with a list. Me too.
And then I'm like, why did I wait so long? I seriously could have had this done on day one and I would have been done for the whole month. It's no different than the flipping laundry that haunts me. And I don't know why it does, because literally it'd take you five, not even five minutes to fold the basket of laundry and put it all away, but it still sits there. I know. So I think we just procrastinate what? Put it on your list. <laughs> and then if it's too I, much, if laundry is too much, then you do socks, underwear, jeans, shirts, break it down, <laughs> and then... You can check all of those off and you got all those checks. That's my problem. We don't have enough to break it down that far. I guess we do. Not anymore. I don't have many people in my house. Yeah. But same. I same. don't know. I I I've always been a list person. I used and to be more so and I'm worse now. You're worse now? Yeah, worse about making them. I have a calendar and I have things written on the days. So that pretty much I do, but on a daily basis, I'm terrible and I need to get better about making my list the night before what I want to get done the next day and then actually what sticking I, to it. Oh, 100% that. I had gotten to where I was in my planner each week. I would write in the sideline of that or each month. I would write in the sideline of that month. Actually, no, each week on my to-do list, I would write what things I was going to accomplish that week. I mean, like I was either going to clean out the front bathroom closet or clean out my closet, whatever that magic thing was. And then I would make my list that week of what I thought was totally attainable. And this goes back to when we were having the garage sale and I was trying to get through my stuff to take to the garage sale. But I, uh, I made the list and what I thought I could do that week by what I had on my schedule. And then if I didn't get it done, then I'd move it to the next week. But if I didn't think I could get it done that week, I'd move it to the next week. I did a lot right. of moving right of stuff but that's okay it still made the list and that's the most important thing I guess well and I got most of it honestly I got most of it done because it was there and there was and I'm also huge about checking it off I don't know why I even do it in my planner right now if I write it down on there I go in there and I check it off that it's done I don't know mental it's a sense of accomplishment actually put the check mark there as long as I don't beat myself up about not getting it done because that's e that's easy to do too very easy and there's some things you put them on the list and you just flat you don't want to do them at all right <laughs> so you just keep moving it to the next week and you're like uh, one of those days you're just gonna have to bite the bullet and do it right for sure I know that for sure so I, you know, well, we said we were going to keep it under 20 minutes or less. So that's what we're going to do. But we also talked about ending all the episodes with something out of our grandma's book, which or article, which it changed names several times, but Potpourri was the last, the one we really knew. And so I decided today I'm just going to read the dedication in the front of the book her first book which was written by her son and because i thought it was kind of interesting it says all of her adult life mary olson has devoted much of her time and energy to two areas of interest in addition to working full-time and raising a family these two areas of passion are writing and calling attention to other people's accomplishments she has parlayed her eighth grade education and love for works into an 
avocation that has earned her no money but many fans and friends. If you've known Mary for any time at all, chances are you have heard from her about something you or your family did, or she has written about you in her column. So if you like her little book, do what Mary would do, call her and tell her or write her a note. Even at her advanced age, she would enjoy having your note read to her. Having moved with that last remark into the 10th or 11th spot on her favorite children and stepchildren list, it is with a tremendous amount of pride that I join all of Mary's family in inviting you to sit back and enjoy one special lady's unique way with words. We believe your journey will be a very gratifying one indeed. Who wrote that? Gary. Gary. Okay. Yep. So until next time. See you later. Bye-bye. And now for our disclaimer. Anything you hear on this podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes. We are not professionals of any way, shape, or form. So just enjoy the content and laugh a little right alongside of us.